Hi, my name is David Kleis and these are the Mac Life Talks. As usual, I have to remind everybody that uh, the opinions in this show are my personal opinions and in no way reflect the opinions of Sitware BVBA or uh, any other project that uh, I'm currently a part of. Welcome back to the Mac Life Talks. I'm your host, Steve Kleis. And last time, um, I talked about getting back to the hospital, um, getting into rehab, and uh, my horrendous <laughs> journey back home. So uh, if you have missed that, you should definitely check out my previous uh, episode. take you back to before my horrendous flight back home because I had to decide which rehab center I would go to and uh, believe it or not I actually considered staying in Australia because the the healthcare there uh, was amazing up to that point I I was quite amazed about the quality of the care um, and yeah I actually considered staying in Australia um, now, the reason why I didn't stay in Australia was because um, you can't only consider the physical side, you also have to consider, you know, will I be able to um, face this monumental challenge mentally if I'm not uh, able to see my friends and, my, uh, and, and it, it's difficult to talk to your family. Um, and so, those were the most important reasons why I didn't stay in Australia. Now, you have to know that Belgium itself is a very, very small country, a very small country, and so we don't really have a lot of uh, rehab centers. Um, and I wanted to go to one that was specialized in quadriplegics, so I basically made my choice based upon, you know, um, experiences other people had and the distance to where my friends and my family lived and so I chose Ghent based on those um, factors. Ghent was seen as one of the best places for rehab. Um, it, it's next to a really big University hospital as we call them and um, yeah I was actually quite excited to go there because all uh, because of all the stories people told and you know um, because it was supposedly be the best care in, in Belgium basically um, and so I was very disappointed when I arrived there um, especially because I came from uh, the Royal North Shore Hospital in Australia and that was actually a hospital um, that just that was just built the, the, the building they were in was only I think three years um, in use and so when I got back to Belgium and I, I arrived at, at the hospital next to the um, the rehab center 
uh, for the final checkups before I could go there. Um, I was very disillusioned because they were using these really, really old beds and the floors were all these and, and, and walls were all, you know, the white tiles that you find in these really old hospitals. And so I was actually kind of shocked to find out that my, you know, the country where I live um, didn't have the best healthcare in the world, which for some reason I thought we had. Um, and so, yeah, that was actually kind of a, a mental blow to me um, when I arrived there. Lucky for me, I, uh, I changed venues because I was, after my final checkups in the hospital, I was brought to the uh, rehab center. And just like in Australia, that, that rehab center was based in a building that was just built five years before, I think, so everything was top-notch. And um, that kind of, you know, gave me some relief and, and uh, I was really happy that that was the case because I was really scared when I uh, entered the hospital. Um, and I remember being wheeled into my room and then, you know, my whole family was there. They even had this, you know, this uh, banner made and everything with welcome home. And I was really, really relieved to see everybody again after my five months in, in Australia. So, yeah, that was a really nice moment. After being settled in my room in the rehab center, um, the next day I, you know, uh, every doctor and nurse and uh, physiotherapist and occupational therapist, therapist came by uh, to introduce themselves and stuff like that. But I remember specifically having a lot of trouble with, um, with jet lag. So, I mean, I think the, the next couple of weeks uh, I slept during the day I would fall asleep during my physiotherapy um, that was also due to the medicine changes they gave me and, and I needed um, they, they would make me very sleepy and drooly and, um, <laughs> so yeah my first month or two were you know kind of a blur because I was sleeping a lot of the time my body was healing as well and you know especially with the physiotherapy I was exhausted most of the time um, it was so bad that at some point I was actually kind of um, you know sad if people visited me because I just I, I was so tired I just wanted to sleep and I didn't have the energy so I, I had actually had some instances where I had visitors and um, they would be talking to me and then uh, after like I don't know how 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 long, <laughs> I just woke up and they would be like sitting next to me reading a paper or you know watching my television because I just fell asleep in the middle of our conversation. <laughs> so yeah, the the first couple of weeks and uh, even couple of months were um, very tiring.
So right off the bat, uh, I got physiotherapy uh, and occupational therapy. And um, yeah, they focused on, you know, getting my muscles to work again and um, um, being able to do stuff. Um, yeah, you know, uh, trying everything uh, and uh, yeah, everything to make you become more independent improve your use of your muscles in your body uh, and trying new ways to do things um, of course the focus was on the physical side of things and the mental rehab you kind of had to do that all by yourself because you would only be able to get like one or two hours a week with a psychologist so yeah that's not enough and um, I've said that before um, it's just, yeah, I mean, the focus is pure physical in a rehab center, and that's, that's too bad. So as the days went on, you started to come up with questions that you need answers to because you know you're in a whole new situation you never heard of the condition you have uh, and uh, you don't know what what's possible you don't know uh, you know you don't know anything actually it's it's this whole new world a whole new world, world. that's opening so yeah i had a lot of questions and every day new ones came and um a lot of them remained unanswered because, you know, um, either the, the answers you got were way too general and not specific enough to, you know, apply to your situation, or there was no time to go through them all um, in, a, in, you know, in a structured way. Um, I kind of had the idea that people there in the rehab center weren't really prepared to do this kind of I'll answer your questions thing. I mean, everybody tried, of course, as much as they could, but, you, you know, there was still a lot of questions that they didn't know the answers to or questions that you just didn't want to pose to, you know, your therapist or your physician or, you know, personal questions. Um, and that's when I noticed that by talking to other people, other people in the same situation or a situation that's similar, people that were in the rehab center because they they broke something or but they were also already in a wheelchair for quite some time those people were the most interesting people to ask questions on uh, uh, too because they know the knew the answers they they experienced it themselves they had to search for these answers uh, themselves and yeah so other people with the same situation were you know the key to most of your answers So one of my best friends is Google and because I had so many questions I just googled all the time Google 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 and I try to find answers to my questions but yeah the, the you know being a quadriplegic is so specific and you have 
so many variations in you know the degree of paralyzation of uh, you know feeling the stuff that you can do everything that you know all the answers I found were actually you know not not entirely um, for you know my situation and that was really frustrating and so I thought like what if I could find or create a place where people with the similar experiences come together, share their stories, and help each other out, and you know, answer some basic questions. And um, while I was working on that idea, I also noticed that when I was searching on the internet things about being disabled and being a quadriplegic, I found so many negative stories, so many negative comments, so many people, you know, being angry and sad about stuff. That I kind of felt like I was bound to get a depression, but you know, I felt okay at the time, so that was kind of weird to me. And I was like, I need some positive stories, I'm looking for some positive people because you know, you need to stay positive, especially in a situation like that. And that's when I decided, you know, maybe I should kind of incorporate that into this blog platform that I'm creating, and so. After some, you know, um, talking to some people who had blogs, who some copywriters and stuff like that, I finally, you know, made the decision to start my own blog platform called Role Model, which can translate to Role Model. Um, you can find it at rolemodel.be or yeah, rolemodel.be, and. Um, there I started sharing my first stories and, you know, or one thing led to another and I found some other people who were willing to write some stories about the you know, experiences they had, uh, always ending with a positive note. And it kind of, you know, took the, the quadriplegic and paraplegic community in Belgium by storm and um, the blog quickly became some something that was known to a lot of people and um, I was recognized for it as well. Um, last year alone we had some 7,000 unique visitors on the website which for a blog platform in Belgium is you know pretty amazing. Uh, it's all in Dutch though um, but yeah you can go and, and go over there and, and take a look if you'd like. So this is where I leave you. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you if you did, you know, check out the the previous ones and stay tuned for the next one. Thank you for listening and see you later. Bye. Hey, psst, psst. don't forget to subscribe. And if you can rate me, I'd love five stars. Thanks. See you later.